Thanks for joining us for Season 8 of the Hospitality Hangout, a hospitality-focused podcast where the founders of Greenwich Strategic share their insights and bring technology and innovation leaders that are making things happen in the industry we love. My name is Jimmy Frischling, otherwise known as the Finance Guy. I'd like to introduce my partner, Mr. Michael Schatzberg, also known as the Restaurant Guy. Hey, thanks for that introduction, Jimmy. And to all those listening, feel free to call me Shatsy. Together, we are the personalities behind branded strategic hospitality. We work at the intersection of hospitality, technology, innovation, and capital. And Jimmy, that is a mouthful. And Jimmy, I am exhausted because, Jimmy, we have been on the road a lot. On the road. We were in Indianapolis. We were at Fast Casual Summit. I know you took a break on that one, but I was there, and it was a, it was a great show. And then we were in San Francisco running around for three crazy, crazy days and nights in San Francisco. Tech crunch, disrupt, lots of meetings, lots of dinners, lots of drinking, lots of lots of a lot talking, a lot of you talking, Jimmy. And I got to yeah. tell you, you can talk. You got exhausted. Yes, yes. Well, you know, my my face for radio has always made me particularly good at the gift of gab. I I had to go with my strength. Uh, but no, it's been good to be on the road, and um and it's great to be back. Listen, we have a very exciting uh, episode today uh, of the podcast. Um, we are going to introduce our friend, uh, of course, our guest, uh, and our partner, Rajat Bakri, CEO and founder of Incentivio. Uh, Rajat, will um. We'll have you take the lead. Please give us a quick background on yourself and, of course, your best and, you know, respectfully, let's keep it short, elevator pitch on Incentivio. Yes, uh, great to be here with you, Jimmy and Shatsi, and thanks for having me on the podcast. My name is Rajat Bakri. I don't think there's another name like that in the world, and if you can find somebody like that, then I'd love to meet that person. It's a unique, unique. Name. Yeah, not, I love it. It's like not, my name, Michael. Very unique. Very rare you're going to find another Michael out there. Not Irish, not Italian, but of Indian heritage. <laughs> I am the CEO and one of the co-founders at Incentivio. Um, Incentivio is a fully automated guest engagement platform for restaurants and virtual kitchens. Uh, we increase retention, maximize revenue, and amplify guest engagement and loyalty using machine learning. We are, we believe, unique in our category in many ways, uh, based in the Boston area with about 3,000 locations under contract across North America. That is awesome. That is awesome. Listen, we got a lot to, we got a lot to talk to because you guys are doing some really amazing, crazy, wild stuff in the technology, hospitality, food service space. But you know what? Before we jump into what Incentivio is doing, and there's a lot, we'd like to take a deeper dive into what makes you tick. How did you get to where you are, okay? So you went from a pizza delivery guy, a pizza delivery guy, to the CEO of a software development accelerator with a tremendous amount of success, to now founding a founder and CEO of Incentivio. Give us some background. How? How'd you do it? Roger, yeah, this, is yeah, he's cra- this is his Fraser Crane moment. He wants you to know he's listening. And I I, I don't charge for the first hour. It's the second hour. And I've been been doing Jimmy for years, by the way. Awesome, awesome. No, uh, you know, it has been a crazy ride. I mean, I have, um, you know, and and with all humility, I I mean, you know, I have been, I'm actually Shotzi, I'm a Sparky uh, by education. I'm an electrical engineer. I did deliver pizzas for a very short period of time until, you know, I ended up with my first job as a software engineer in Joyzy, 
in sort of your neck of the woods, guys. Did you say Joycey? Right. You hear the accent? <laughs> you, hear what, you hear what he did there? Joycey. <laughs> you know, Jimmy's never been to Joycey. He's never been to Lincoln Tunnel. He don't like Joycey. <laughs> and subsequently moved on to contract at Putnam Investments in Boston, where I bought my first brand new car. And the car was a... What was it? A 2000 BMW 323, which I still own today, um, has 349,000 miles. That's nothing. That is nothing. Just breaking it in. Just breaking it in. (laughs) I like it a lot. Yeah. But uh, the more important thing was that, you know, uh, after I'd finished up my, uh, well, I did work in Wayne, New Jersey for a while, and then I moved from there to um, you know, to uh, Putnam Investments in Boston, uh, worked over there, um, you know, from, uh, you know, from 1995 to 1997 till I joined my first uh, startup, which is a company called eDocs in the bill presentment payment space. Um, great experience over there, great team. I was an early engineer. We built a great platform that got acquired by Siebel and subsequently Siebel got acquired by Oracle Corporation. So that was my baptism of fire in the startup space. Um, in about 2000 and... Jimmy, you were going to jump in there. You're cutting him off. He's got more. He's got more. <laughs> I'll, I'll back up. I was only getting when I heard Putnam. I'm like, he's like my people. He's my inv- he's on the investment people. He's my people. He's a he's yeah. a backup from New Jersey. The Jersey guy went to finance. I'll go through my history fast. 2001, Fast Forward started a company called Eternum, which focused solely on building technology and platforms for startups. Um, some of the platforms we built got acquired by the likes of uh, PayPal, NetApp, eBay, and so on and so forth. And that company, Eternum Inc., has grown to about 250-plus people under new management. Wow. Um, I like it. I like it a lot. That is awesome. Yeah. I told you we had a great guest today. Great yeah. guest. I don't think he's done a lot. I'm like, Jimmy, he's done a lot. I'm not <laughs> really, and No, no, no. It's still a journey, guys. And then, of course, you know, you've met my stellar co-founder and CEO, Sash, who also comes from a tech background. We both uh, did work at that previous company together. And then 2016, 17 timeframe, we realized that there's so much going on in the point of sale space for restaurants with, you know, entrants like Toast, um, Revel, Brink, so on and so forth. But there wasn't anything that was, you know, an overall sort of a single stack solution for guest management. You know, online ordering, mobile, um, loyalty, gift cards, CRM, CDP, and so on and so forth. And that was sort of an igniter for us that, you know, that we should build a single stack solution where we can capture all the guest data uh, with effective attribution. And so we can use AI and ML to help increase check sizes, you know, help restaurants retain guests, you know, loyalty, reduce churn, and so on and so forth. Um, so essentially the idea was that how can we democratize tech for all our customers? Tech should <laughs> tech that's not only just there for the big boys, but also for small to mid and upper mid market. So. Listen, I want to get involved. Um, I love it, and I really want to carry hey, that forward. Too much. Jimmy likes to talk. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Hey, you know, don't don't steal my uh, my thunder. It's like crazy. Take, take off Shatsy's plate. No, actually, I'm, I love what you just shared about Incentivio. I love that you use the uh, democratization of. I think that's really important. And I think um, longtime listeners of, of the podcast know that two thirds of the restaurants in in this country 
are SMBs. They're small and mid-sized businesses. They're, they're the mom pod. They're the small groups. There is a lot out there for the big boys, and God bless. We love the big boys. We respect the big boys. But I do love what Incentivio is doing for everyone else, or almost two-thirds of the market. Look, our, our producer and our partner, Julie, must feel a little guilty that she always gives Shatsy the new segments. He always gets he missed the breaking news. Shatsy, the breaking news moment. All right? Well, clearly, I've, I've struck a chord because I I get, I get to uh, announce hot off the presses. All right, maybe yeah, a but you get breaking ago. news, Jimmy. You get breaking well, news. I'm getting breaking news. Here <laughs> it comes. Give me a drum roll. But Incentivio and Uber. That's right. Uber. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Joint forces. Back up, Jimmy. Can you say that one more time? Uber, <laughs> Uber have joined forces Uber. to offer restaurants first party ordering and wait for it. Mic drop, commission-free delivery. Uber, Incentivio, joining forces, first-party ordering, commission-free delivery. As operators ourselves, we think this is freaking awesome and it's music to our ears. So, Rajat, what can you tell us about this partnership with Uber? Super pumped about it, guys. I mean, who hasn't heard of Uber? Uber's all over the planet, and we are really, really excited with this integration. Um, Uber will provide delivery drivers to restaurants um, using our order ahead solutions. Restaurant guests can order delivered directly, delivery directly from a restaurant's website or mobile apps, which of course we all pro- we provide all of that. And our platform seamlessly integrates with dispatches and Uber driver for the delivery. The flat fee fee delivery fee also means that restaurants are able to maintain margins. Maintain the, maintaining their brand loyalty. Um, uh, we are super pumped about it. Access to a world-class delivery fleet, real win for Incentivio as well as for our guests. And of course, with this partnership, you know, restaurants have complete contactless delivery, which is important. Um, you know, can track their order status in real time, can schedule orders to be delivered immediately or up to seven days in advance. So if you have a party coming, that really, really helps you. Um, so this partnership validates, you know, big thing that Uber's great. And, you know, we are on a mission to help restaurants. I got to tell you, Shazzy, I think this, this Uber company, I think they got a chance. Now that I they're starting, now that they're starting with the video, I think they got a shot. You mark, mark my words right now. You put the date down now and the time. This Uber will become a very popular company. And I think this Incentivio Uber deal will prove to be incredible for both parties. That is what I'm saying here right now. But Rajat, I got to go. Listen, unbelievable stuff. But, you know, let's just change gears for a little bit and talk a little bit. D- dive into the product. Why Uber is so excited to partner with you? Because, look. We all know, as operators, we know how important guest retention is. I think every industry knows how important guest retention is. I mean, every industry spends a fortune on keeping customers loyal. I know the the car companies want you, you know, if you have a Lexus, they want to keep in that Lexus over and over and over again. You know, airlines, they want you flying Delta, want you flying Delta, Delta. By the way, this segment, Jimmy, sponsored by Delta. Nice. Um, Thanks, Delta. (laughs) In fact, in fact, Jimmy, it costs businesses five times more to attract a new customer than it does to keep a, you know, a regular coming back, right? I mean, the cost of acquisition, we hear CAC mentioned all the time, right? I don't know what that CAC means, <laughs> just, but I hear CAC all the time. Uh, I have no idea. But listen, I just know one of your coolest features 
is your artificial intelligence, your AI, you have powered a whole churn management product that is keeping customers coming back, keeping them coming back and cost of acquisition down. Can you share a little bit more about this product and how it works without giving too much away because we don't want the competition to know? (laughs) <laughs> no, no, certainly. I mean, I think initially when I just did mention, you know, ours is a single stack solution. The way we envisioned Incentivio to be is that we should be able to capture all the digital guest touch points in one platform. So once we have all that data together, you know, the connectivity of the data, the uh, relational integrity, I'm going to go a little bit technology deep, but, you know, these things are important in the sense that that's the only way you can, you know, really effectively apply machine learning and AI. Um, you know, one of the things that we all, you know, I don't know if you guys knew this, and this is something that I found out myself is that, you know, on an average, um, you know, restaurants lose about 30 to 40% of their guests per year. And, 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 and then so, I mean, there are tools available in the market today that are basically making restaurants reactive to that churn, you know, mm-hmm. essentially, you know, when Elvis has left the building, you know, then send Elvis a message. And you're trying to go get him back. Go, go and get him back. Right. And, you know, there's very, you know, historically, there's just between three to 5% chance of ever getting them back. And that's what we wanted to reinvent with churn management. You know, that we would, you know, we want to, we want to identify who is at the anvil of churning. And then how can we, proactively give the restaurants that, you know, that technology to really, really, you know, message these guests and, and, and lower the churn. And our data shows that targeting at-risk guests is four to 10 times more effective than targeting them once they've already churned. So, you know, we have, it, it does, it does. I mean, you know, <laughs> what, what is more important in any industry? It's the guest, it's the customer. So, Listen. I agree. Hey, Shad, do you like apples? Hey, Shad, do you like apples? I do like apples. Yeah. Well, my boy Raj had his wicked smart. I like them apples. I love it, Jimmy. <laughs> I love it, Jimmy. Great quote. Always got a great movie quote, Jimbo. Uh, it, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Imitation is a heightened form of flattery. Listen, I, I hope our listeners are getting a theme here. We talked about uh, the delivery side and partnering with Uber. We talked about uh, addressing retention and the churn. Um, and now we're going to keep this theme going because um, really one of the things that, that Brandon was incredibly just wowed by and, and got us so enthusiastic about Incentivio is the bundled solutions that you guys have integrated on a single platform. Because let me tell you something, what, what, you know what operators um, love more than anything else? They love having many, many vendors. Give them more vendors, more disparate services, <laughs> 20, 30, 40 tech, no. They would like bundled and integrated solutions that work and operate seamlessly together. So I wanna continue with guest relationships. Another product, on the Incentivio platform that works back to back with your churn management is your loyalty program. You know, and and I'm gonna drop some numbers, just quick numbers, but the average American consumer belongs to 16.7 customer loyalty programs. Wait, Jimmy, can you just give me clarification? What is the 0.7 loyalty program? Which is the 0.7? The point seven, by the way, is uh, you, you got you got two points for um for, for Starbucks, and I was a I was a fraction of the loyalty with Starbucks. So we brought it down to uh, this point seven. But okay. gone are the days of punch cards. So today, a successful loyalty program should and needs to be built into the omni-channel experience. So, Rajat, can you share how your program? 
Um, and by the way, it offers four to 10 times more likely not just to reach the consumer, reach the guests, but to retain them. Can you tell us how your program is doing this? Yeah, you know, like you just shared right now, I mean, you know, consumers are invested in loyalty programs. You all know that I'm personally, you know, you mentioned Delta, I'm on the Marriott side and so on and so forth. And that's, you know, that's huge. I mean, you know, I oh, think boy. five <laughs> Exactly. Sorry, Raj. Sorry. No, 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 that's fine. Uh, I mean, uh, listen, five, this is this is another, you know, stat that we've, we've, we've looked at very carefully. You know, we do a lot of R&D ourselves, but five to 17% of total restaurant revenue is coming from only two to 3% of the guests. And, you know, those are the loyal customers. So it's important, you know, that they maintain this relationship, not just for, uh, you know, which we know, not just for brand engagement, but also revenue and retention. So, um, you know, we have the opportunity to reach out to guests in an omni-channel experience using our platform because, you know, once a guest signs up with the account, the restaurants know their journey from a first-time visitor to a loyalist and beyond because they all have, we have all the engagement channels in one place. So the restaurants have what we call our guest journey dashboard at their fingertips. So this is where the 4X, 10X, 10x effective retention rate comes in. Um, uh, for restaurants and they have a detailed view. They have actionable insights and, you know, they can see how many visits the guests are making. What is their average spend, you know, and they can automatically do more to create offers for these guests depending on the segment they're in. You must have heard of them, rookies, regulars, loyalists, etc. So no spray and pray offers, really, really targeted marketing. And oh, I love it. I love it. And listen, you know what, it, talking about branding, I mean, I got to tell you, I think Jimmy and I think we know a little something about branding and how important it is because we named our company Branded, uh, Branded <laughs> Restaurants, Branded Hospitality Ventures, brand, Branded Strategic. So we think we know a little something about how important branding is. And it's a big thing for restaurants. I mean, your brand is the direct reflection of your company. So we, we, we really do believe in branding. So something you mentioned earlier really stood out is how successful restaurants, successful restaurants are integrating their brands into their digital space to engage with guests, new guests and old guests. Can you share a little bit more about this? Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I, I think just another something to step back and look at this is that, you know, it's your, your tech stack is, you know, is becoming standard for restaurants for all sizes. And, you know, guests need to become more engaged through mobile apps, you know, online ordering, even kiosks, loyalty programs and so on and so forth. And so to, you know, have a simple single platform tech stack, we feel is essential. You know, many restaurants are adopting, you know, different tech stacks that have, you know, three, four, five solution vendors. But guess what? They have a fantastic time trying to tie all that data together, make sense of what their guests are doing with the brand. Uh, and, you know, that definitely kicks into, you know, how you're projecting your brand image to these guests. And I think our platform gives a very good unified experience. And, you know, we can have some very, very targeted marketing to go with that hand in hand. Um, so, you know, this is this is something that, you know, I think we are turning what a lot of people say kitchens into real brands. You know, we are really, really putting the brand front and center. They can understand the, the you know, the brand can, you know, the restaurant can understand the journey of the guests with their brand through our platform. 
I like it. I like it a lot. Oh, I like it. Another great one. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. quote restaurant quotes today. I mean, uh, movie quotes today. Movie quotes today. It's it's a unified experience, guys. (laughs) Roger, listen, it turns out that we started this podcast because Shatz and I like bringing guests on and friends on and like to talk a little bit. But we learned along the way, sometimes (laughs) our guests have questions for us. So let's kick off talking back where we offer our uh, we offer you uh, our guests the chance to ask us questions nothing's off the table as i like to say rajat the microphone is yours yes no so listen i first of all definitely know about you guys um so two questions what we said one question by the way rajat uh, he's, he's, he's a good guy. he's about two questions we said you have one question <laughs> We'll give them two. All right. One question. I'll try to tie that into one question, two parts. (laughs) What was the idea behind Branded? And secondly, who the why you Ginny Finance? Why Shotzi you restaurants? Uh, would love to hear a little bit about that and how you great question. question. I'm gonna gonna tackle that, Jimmy, because uh, yeah, I'm gonna tackle it really quick because I'm gonna tell you, I have no idea. Uh, and I'm going to pass this to Jimmy because I have no idea. I really have no idea. I'm still scratching my head, Jimmy. <laughs> Can you help me out here? By the way, I appreciate I appreciate that. And actually, that's more honest than I think anyone believes. Um, no, in 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 all seriousness, I've had the privilege of working uh, with Shatsy um, and uh, for for over two decades. Um, mm-hmm. We've known each other, and our other uh, uh, partner, um, Mr. Dean Palin, who I met in the eighth grade and went to high school with, and Dean and Shatsy uh, went to college together, and um, they got involved with an early restaurant. And Shatsy and I both have had lots of jobs in front of the in front of the kitchen. Um, I've had every job in front of the kitchen and, and then I left the industry as a much younger man um, and Shatsy and Dean started to advance uh, restaurants and Dean's a real estate guy and using some of his footprint and ground floors to open up restaurants. Shatsy was the op- managing partner, Dean's Buildings. And when I had a few nickels to my name, uh, I got back in the game and, and started to invest. And I was uh, one of their, uh, I'd like to say- Best past- customer, best customer. Best customer. By the way, they make money because they say, I eat and drink for free. I feel I paid up front. And then the rest of it is just I get to enjoy. And by the way, that happened for nearly two decades. Um, and Shatsy, under his leadership, was always looking to test and try tech because how could he as an operator- know how what's best of what's best in class to help them you know optimize margins create efficiencies if he wasn't aware of what was going on and i then had my financial career and i was on the wall street side until i ran my own investment firm for a decade but when i when chats and i you know got together and he was talking about the friction that existed between uh, hospitality operators and technologists, it really signaled, at least to me, that this was an emerging market or alternative asset class, which surprisingly was not leveraging um, um, what I would say is subject matter experts, and what Chats would say were the operators who were the very ones using the tech and and actually engaging with the tech. And with that simple thesis, we launched, uh, hung a shingle. We used our own capital for a while until at least on my side, my wife said, "Is this a hobby or a job? It's a hobby if you're going to spend <laughs> our money. It's a job if you're going to if you're going to make some off it." And I actually said, "You know what? She's right." I amicably left my previous company. Um, launched officially branded hospitality ventures with Shatsy and Dean and some other partners. And we love being at the end of the day, our simple rule is it's gotta be good for the operator. Any tech we work with, any company we support has to be an ally for the operator because we are operators. We're still operators. We opened up at three new stores during the pandemic, new restaurants. So 
Shatsy is the head of our expert stack, and he's the restaurant guy because he spent the last almost three decades on the floor running restaurants and dealing with all that stuff. And I spent the last three decades in the investment world, including a number of emerging and alternative asset classes, and we've come together. Our worlds have collided. The worlds have collided, and he, you know, that's uh, an amazing really combination. Though, <laughs> and what's really important, though, and then I'll stop because it's a longer answer than anyone wanted, but no one's surprised I gave. What I think differentiates <laughs> us is I don't get to choose the companies because I haven't yeah. worked for thirty years in the stores and dealing with every bit of nuance, back of house, front of house, supply chain. So it's really important that we identify companies from the experts. Shatsy and his team of experts need to vet it from the operator perspective. And if they give it a yes, then I get a vote or the investment team gets a vote. And to get money from Brandon, you need two yeses. Shatsy and the expert team has to say yes. And Jimmy and the finance team have to say yes. And when you get two yeses, we get to have wonderful times with you like this because, full disclosure, we're not just friends with uh, Rajit. We, we're, we're an investor in his company and thrilled to be with you on this journey. So I apologize for the long answer. It's an excellent question. And I'm very passionate about this. I think we've created an emerging VC that just is a little different than the way other people approach the business. We play nice in the sandbox. We welcome anyone to join us on this journey. There you go. I have, one thing to, I have only one thing to add, Jimmy. You say ditto. 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 <laughs> ditto. That's all I want to say is ditto. Listen, you know what? We got a new great segment, Jimmy, because, yes, I do get the best segments, as you know. Yeah. Uh, we got a new great segment on the podcast. It's the Food Service Feud. We started it a couple of episodes again. We love the feud. I mean, no one, everyone loves the feud. So uh, each week, we, uh, we ask a guest to go head-to-head with Jimmy the Finance Guy to guess the top answer on the board. But instead of, instead of relying on just uh, answers from 100 uh, random uh, people, we actually polled 1 billion people on LinkedIn. Over 1 billion people have been polled on LinkedIn, and we already know the answer, but do you. So, uh, Raj, are you ready to play a little food service feud with Jimmy? Bring it on. That's not a resounding I'm yes. Ready. I'm ready. <laughs> Jimmy's ready. All right. I'm beeping it. Get your buzzers ready, your imaginary buzzers ready, and I'll give you a little background and context on this question. We surveyed one trillion people. Some of the most iconic scenes in movies are filmed in America's most popular restaurants. While it was a tough selection, we chose four scenes that we think capture the true magic that some large restaurant brands have created on the big screen. The top answer on the board, go. Bing. And I was giving Raj, I was giving Raj had a chance to bing in first. Oh, okay. So what movie has the most like, what movie what movie filmed those iconic restaurants? Jimmy? I'm going. Uh, Adam Sandler, Big Daddy's, Hooters. Number one answer, Jimbo. Number one answer, Raj. You can't steal away, but you get you, you get you get a you get a you get a guess. I didn't think that would be number uh, one. I got to tell you, I didn't think that'd be one. Hooters was on my list, guys. <laughs> Jimmy stole it from me. I would, by the way, if you didn't say Major Bulge Bracket, I was going to say um, Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan in um, in Harry Met Sally and Katz's. But when you said chain, because I think that's the most quoted restaurant scene of all time. 
Um, but but I, I you said chain, which is why I went with Hooters. I know there are others, but I I was going Adam Sandler. Very popular. popular. The number two answer on the board was a very famous movie. I'll let you guys guess. I'm just gonna say Mr. Tom Cruise was in this movie. TJ, very- I got his front. I say TJF. DJI cocktails. Uh, I'll tell you. I'm gonna give you another. I'm gonna number three answer. I'm gonna say Will Farrell, uh, racing car movie. Uh, think Indianapolis. Think uh, what do you think? Will Farrell. Jalen Knights, Applebee's. Applebee's. So oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Four answer. I mean, big fan of these little tiny burgers. Uh, little oh, burgers. Oh, White with, Castle with uh, Bill. Uh, White Castle. Harold and Kumar. Harold and Kumar. White Castle. Oh, good one. White Castle. Harold and Kumar, guys. So we got Hooters, TGI, Applebee's, White Castle. There you go. That is it. Great, great time. Great guessing. Great to play the food service feud. Thank you for that. That was sponsored by uh, Jimmy. I'm gonna go with Katz's Deli because they're like, "What happened? We we have we everyone quotes us. How did we get left off the list?" All right, listen, uh, that segment was so much fun, and our producer's now gonna kick our butt for how much time we spent on it. But that's okay; it's good fun. Listen, uh, Rajet, it's time for our crystal ball moment—a chance for you to put on your Kreskin or Miss Cleo hat and predict the future. The future. How do you see restaurants and dining two years from now in relation to hospitality and technology? Yeah, so I mean, you know, I definitely, definitely see that on-premise will pick up as we exit the pandemic, hopefully, quote unquote. You know, and I also see a growing trend in, um, you know, uh, in, you know, in, well, definitely growing trends in pickup. But you know, I think labor shortages and inflation will definitely accelerate the adoption of technology. I think so. Um, you know, and I think what's going to be important is, and it's here to stay, is that overarchingly automation has is here to stay in the restaurant industry. Uh, what I'm excited to look at is, you know, how robotics is getting into the space. Uh, you know, we definitely get a window on how robots are, you know, serving guests in restaurants, how they're helping in the pizzeria, in, you know, in the pizza joints. Um, so that's something that's going to evolve, you know, over a period of time. The Area that I have a little bit of a, you know, is, is, is a space I want to watch is how we're going to do delivery through robots. I just have a feeling that, you know, while we're making all that, you know, we're making, you know, a, a lot of uh, advancement in that technology. Um, I just feel that we really need to have the infrastructure for all of that to work together. I think that's Shashi, something you know, that... This segment? Autonomy. <laughs> Autonomy. Yeah, no. I, I I agree. Listen, we're seeing we're seeing it all. It's a it's 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 obviously uh, I think the most exciting time to be in this space uh, as a longtime restaurant owner uh, operator. Uh, we we just love it because um, I, I love the uh, the entrepreneurship. I love the creativity. Uh, you know, restaurants have always been obviously incredibly creative uh, with menus and drinks and, and design, et cetera. So adding a layer of technology and innovation is just uh, making it that much better for, for the customer. Yeah, one of the other things is that, you know, and which is, this is not about technology, but this is about philosophy and paradigm, I would say, is that we should also, while we should build all this technology and it's going to be in the restaurant space and every other industry, the one of the more important things we have to keep sight of is that it has to be the easy button. 
you know, restaurants, you know, you can throw as much or any other commercial sector for that matter, as much technology as you can, but you have to make it easy for them because without that adoption, I mean, you know. <laughs> hey, Shai, you see what Roger just said there? See what he did? He made it real. He brought it yeah, back. No, he brought it back. He made it real. Day, it's got to be low, no friction. Yeah. It's got to be easy. I mean, obviously, it has to be good, but it has to be easy and no friction. Right. You're 100% right. Listen, uh, as Jimmy uh, alluded to earlier, I do get the best segments. Um, <laughs> you know, not that the Crystal Ball moment isn't a good segment. It is. It's just not as great and cool and Fantastic as the branded quick fire. Don't so segment, are you don't ready? Segment, don't segment championships. Don't yeah, I won't. I won't. But I gotta tell you, Raj, are you ready for the branded quick fire? Yes, I am. All right. I'm going to ask you five lightning round questions. Don't think too hard. Just give me the first answer that comes to your mind. Are you ready, sir? Yes. All right. The number one question. Favorite Halloween candy? Favorite Halloween candy? Uh, Snickers. The small ones. Love a good Snicker. The little ones. The little ones. Jimmy Jimmy likes the uh, twenty-five cent, twenty-five percent larger one. Yeah. That way, I I can consume twenty of them and not feel that guilty about it. That's the big (laughs) giant more. more. (laughs) (laughs) Favorite scary movie. Ooh, favorite scary movie. Um, Insidious. I I didn't even know that one. (laughs) (laughs) for me it was halloween 14 definitely halloween 14 it's funny because sam just told me today he goes dad tonight we're gonna watch the last halloween Halloween. mike myers is still not dead he's still alive i could have said dracula but insidious is more recent so okay your best Halloween costume? Spider-Man. By the way, I just got to ask. I, I know this isn't, but Jimmy, what'd you dress up last year as? <laughs> you know, I got a young daughter, so I'm trying to keep up with her whims. I think I was, uh, what was... You, you um, put a picture last year of you. It was Woody. <laughs> I think I was Woody from yeah. Toy Story. Year before, I was Batman. I've done <laughs> Mickey Mouse. It, whatever my daughter says, Daddy, you're gonna dress. I think this year I, I might be Elsa because she wants to be Hans, the villain Hans. Oh my god! I, I can't wait to see Jimmy as Elsa from what's that? Frozen, Jimmy? Frozen? Might be Hans. Maybe be Hans. <laughs> Favorite spooky city to visit: Salem, Massachusetts, or New Orleans, Louisiana? Salem, Massachusetts, by far. Really? If you were to challenge Jimmy Rye to a bobbing for apples of uh, thing bobbing for apples contest or just bobbing for apples i guess halloween party game what do you have better odds of beating between wait wait raj did you say you're gonna have better of beating no i think i have better odds of beating shotzi yeah Oh, no, I was 100%. <laughs> I can eat a 25% bigger sticker bar. Yeah. Oh, that, one's, that one's in my wheelhouse. A, I'll take down the apple. B, I'll go to no end to get that. I will plow it in a bucket of ice. Oh, it's awesome. You'll hold my head down and drown yes. me. 
I would dump my head and get that apple. That'd be easier, up. right? You can get up. Yeah, you have to shove my head down and not let me up for air. Yes. Uh, all right. Yeah. We've had a lot of fun. Who's going to angle with Jimmy? Look at him. He's strong. He's tough. 100%. <laughs> Roger, we appreciate um, uh, you joining us for the podcast today, and and thank you for sharing uh, your insights and 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 for all the hard work you and Sasha and your team at Incentivia are doing for the industry. Um, we're huge fans, um, and we mean that. Um, you know, I don't want to violate uh, any uh, uh, regulatory or or other matters, but I would say the following. Uh, Brandon has had successful exits with our friends at Bebot and to DoorDash and our friends at GoParrot and to Square. You are in that sport, although you're a more bundled and you have other um, you know, products and functionality on your platform. So I would simply just say to, um, I think you're going to have an incredible run coming up and you're going to have some high quality problems. And by that, I mean, is you're a company that I believe is going to be really sought after because you do so much for operators and you do a bundled a suite of solutions, which I just think is going to really, as more people get to know you and know your platform, they're really going to be blown away by just how much you do for operators in such a friction and seamless manner. Probably shouldn't have said seamless, but all right, it happens. All right. If you want to get in touch with uh, Rajet uh, um, uh, directly, you you know, as always now, you can email the podcast team at podcast at brandedstrategic.com, and we'd be happy uh, to make an introduction for you. Um, to our listeners, thank you so much, as always, for tuning in. I, I know I keep saying it, but our subscriber base just keeps growing exponentially. Hey, Jimmy, so, can I add something to this? Sure, go for it, man. We're looking for a sponsor for the podcast. Chico's Bail Bonds has just con- uh, just sent me a note that they are no longer going to be sponsoring the podcast, Jimmy. So oh, we are man. out there. We are out there looking. So Delta, no joke, if you're thinking about a new sp- you know, if you're- Marriott. Delta, Marriott. Because Chico's has just given notice that they are no longer sponsoring the podcast, Jimmy. So we are looking. You know, I stopped buying jerseys from Chico's. Uh, they'll be a little bad news bears. So I guess we do need a new sponsor. So for all you guys out there, I personally would like, you know, hey, Edrington, I contributed mightily to your, uh, to your, uh, to your success. Jimmy has spent at least $400 million in McAllen over the last five years. I know that I'm throwing a lot towards Johnny Black. So I, I would go either way, Jimmy. I'll take McAllen. I'll take Edgerton or Diageo. Come on, right. guys. Throw it out there, fellas. All right, Diageo. All right, Edgerton. Call us. Call us. Okay. Um, I told you how to get in touch with Raj. I, I was thanking our listeners, and sincerely, you're, you're making this happen, carrying us forward, uh, and we appreciate you. Please join us uh, for the uh, next week when we welcome our guest and our partner, Mani Colasoria. I hope I said that right. Mani Colasoria. Uh, yeah, I just go Monty K. It's Monty K. Hey, Monty K. It's Monty K. Uh, next week, uh, co-founder and CEO at Cut and Dry. That'll be a lot of fun. So, Guys, uh, doing some great stuff. Monty's doing some great stuff, man. It is all good. So this is Jimmy Frishing, your finance guy, again, with great appreciation uh, to our friend and partner, uh, Rajat. And um, I'll pass it back to my boy, Shatsy, to close us out. Thanks, Jimbo. This is Shatsy, a.k.a. the restaurant guy, thanking everybody for listening. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. <laughs>